Hello, friends and fellow space adventurers. Welcome to another episode of Midmax in Space. Brought to you by the members of our Patreon. And now a recap of Session 12. Finding themselves atop a ruined temple to some ancient god on Castravel, our crew are beset by a giant undead bear. The bear is scared, but the crew are victorious. They then descend into the temple where they are met by some extremely creepy zombie children. Rather adamant that they don't want to come play, the crew opts for combat. The children are put to bed. Permanently. Ah, that got a little dark right there. I'm sorry about that one. They then decide to continue deeper into the temple and find some more enemies. So the first one to act is going to be one of the guys to the south. And this very much looks like an undead Lashunta. Uh, it wouldn't even be hard to see those, the familiar circular bite marks that have become the telltale sign of the Drift Leech. It will simply run up to you, Varrican, and attempt to claw you. And it gets a 23 to hit your KAC. So it's a mischance then to hit my clone. D6. D6? So let's go three and four hits. Three and four hits. I roll a six. I miss. Yes. All right. So now I only have one clone left. All right. Good call on that. Good job. You're up, Varrican. Oh, I had read this uh, whole encounter beforehand, so <laughs> he's got the AP guide. Oh wait! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna run back, and then he would get an attack of opportunity. Then, okay, if he wishes to take it. He will take it. He'll try and claw you, and he'll get it an eleven. All right. Uh, that does not pop the second one. Okay, so. I'm gonna move back, part of the move action again. Trick attack. So 27 beat his CR plus 20. Uh, yes, it does. 22 to hit. 22 hits. 22 damage to him. Jeez, okay. Damn. Good hit. Good hit. Well, Kirsch. And that's my turn. I'm so far back. I mean, did you really stand I'm, on the I probably stairs the entire stayed, time? I probably would've stayed with the uh, captain there. I'm in that room where the children were, just because I'm very, very wary of the fungus room. Okay, so I can only see one enemy right now, so I will move forward, and he is just within range of telekinetic projectile. So I will attempt that. I roll a natural one. Ouch. Done. All right, Mr. Bubbles. I uh, walk up to the enemy, pull up my dashko, and smack him with it. I tried to smack him with it. I'm afraid an 11 will miss. Fuck it. I'm fine with that. Okay. Next up is another guy who is to the south. He moves to the back of the room and pulls up a gun, and he is going to fire that gun at Varrican. So he is. you are going to have soft cover on this, and he takes his shot. And his gun has a 60-foot yeah. range? It does, yeah, at least. Okay. <laughs> Well, some don't. Like, my arc pistol's only at 50. This is a tactical rail gun. Oh. Uh, yeah, it probably goes away. Yeah, it goes, like, fucking 200 feet if you <laughs> pull around and action shoots it. And rail guns uh, have a little bit of kinetic energy. Yeah, they do. He gets a 14 to hit you, which looks like it missed. Uh, that will so destroy my other figment, though. Oh, okay. Okay. So he didn't fully throw away his shot. Next up. It is 
Damn. Fucking unexpected Hamilton every time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. All right. Vale, Vale sees that fucking cannon that this guy just rolled up with and shot at Varrican. I'm going to move up between Kirsch and Varrican, just behind Varrican. And I am... Don't you fucking touch my gun again. I'm not going <laughs> to touch your gun. Last time that happened, you fucking shot me. I'm probably going to avoid doing that again. God. I love that. It's not you just having kinetic weapons. It's you fucking shooting me for trying to benefit you. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to pour all the salt out right now. (laughs) Um, I'm going to cast Slice Reality, one of my second level spells, at the guy with that cannon. And he is going to need to give me a fortitude save. Fort. He gets a 18. An 18. He he makes it right on. So he's going to take half of this 2d6, half of 11 to him. So he takes five. And uh, since I'm focusing on that one target rather than multiple targets, he is now staggered for four rounds. Staggered for four rounds. All right, then. Got it. Okay. Well, it's the next guy up top's turn. He can't get to anybody, so he is going to line up behind his friend. And he's actually going to cast a spell at Mr. Bubbles. And it is Magic Missile. So he will deal you eight damage as two magic missiles launch out. And that is the end of his turn. We move back to the top of the order with the guy who's right in front of you. And he will attempt to claw you as he did the first time. Gets an eight. That's going to be a miss. And that's the end of his turn. Varrican. I'm going to take a shot at the undead-ish guy since he's way down there. All right. So he's going to get soft cover then, right? Yes, he would. Okay. Maybe like two shots or just do a trick attack. Well, I mean, a minus eight overall because of soft cover with two shots. That's rough. Yeah, that's true. All right. I guess I'll just do a fucking trick attack. So. I mean, I'm not going to play your character for you, Ben. So you make a choice. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> uh, 29 beat his CR. Yes, it does. All right. And then an eight total. And that'll miss. That is my turn. Kirsch. Yeah, I feel like I need to save my good spell for healing. So I'm going to telekinetic projectile undead fighter too. That's going to be a 24 to hit. That will hit. We'll deal him three damage. Okay. So it'd be nice if my D6s could go over three, but apparently not. Uh, you know. Mr. Yes. Bubbles. Mr. Bubbles takes the swing. 18 to hit. You hit. 15 damage dead. You crush that undead Lashunta who is trying to kill you. Then I move up and behind the spellcaster. Ooh, good move. I think he would take an attack of opportunity, though, at you. Does he have a me- uh, melee he weapon? Claws. He can claw. But he's gonna miss with an eight. What kind of gun is he using? Uh, no gun. He casts a spell. Oh, he casts a spell. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the guy in back, and you just killed one of his compatriots and ran up here. This guy seems different than the others. You're right. He's staggered. He is staggered. That means he can only take a movement or a standard, right? Correct. No full round. Well, he is simply just going to take a a, a standard then to shoot his gun at Mr. Bubbles. And he does get a 22 to hit, and he will deal 16 damage with his rail gun. Ouch. Yeah, that was a max deep roll. 
Vale. Alright, Vale's going to move up into the doorway here in front of Kirsch, and I am going to cast Wisp Ally. With Wisp Ally, I'm going to call into being this little, like, just, just little tear in reality that goes and floats and darts strangely and erratically through the air. And I'm going to have it choose to provide harrying fire against the guy in the back who has that tactical railgun. Okay. So he's going to have a minus two to his attacks. That is my turn. Cool. Well, now it's the uh, other guy. He is just going to simply claw at Mr. Bubbles and gets seven. And then he's going to charge at Vale. He doesn't want to be anywhere near Mr. Bubbles. You did get an attack of opportunity, though. Mr. Bubbles. Oh, that's right. You've got your dash go, so you can't. All right, Varrican. I'm going to leave the undeadish guy to Bubbles then. And I have one shot left. So I'm going to take a shot at Undead Fighters 1 then. Trick attack. Again, soft cover. You're dumb, David. <laughs> of course, I waste the fucking 18 on my stealth roll at 38. Good job. Perfect. Literally watch, every time, Ben. Yeah, watch me roll a fucking five here and miss. I will. Alright, soft cover, flat footed. Not that it will matter, anyways. I fucking <laughs> rolled a five! Oh my god! See, if you're gonna call your shots like that, would you at least call a 15 or something? Oh my god. <laughs> the babe points his shot out. Uh, it's in default territory. And he strikes out again. <laughs> You're so much better at shooting your allies, Ben Z. Oh <laughs> okay, let's not act like I didn't fucking score it. like a two natural 20s on the <laughs> big tentacle fight earlier, okay? No, I will. I did, I will. I did my job. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Ben Z. <laughs> uh, I'm so upset. I rolled, of course it was a five, too. <laughs> Gershk, you're up. This undead fighter one is clawing? He is. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the telekinetic projectile. Otherwise, I'm going to shoot my pistol with the uh, cover, and that's no good. Eh, it doesn't matter anyway. I'm going to get seven. That will miss, I'm afraid. Mr. Bubbles. Does Vale have any type of melee weapon? Not my thing. Okay. I mean, I guess I have my walking I was, stick. I was going to go back and save you, but only if I got planking. So I mean, I have a walking <laughs> stick. Um, I mean... I'd say it counts at least. Do I threaten with my walking stick? I mean, I feel threatened when an old person comes up to me and waves their walking stick at me. Yes, I would say you threaten with your walking stick. Uh, okay, I move into flanking with Bale to help him out with the guy that charged him. And I take a swing. 25 to hit. Yeah. And you one-shot him. 20 damage. No. Pretty close. Well, it's the guy in back, and he's just going to take another pot shot at uh, Mr. Bubbles, considering he's still staggered for another three rounds. And he only gets a 13 to hit, so he's going to miss. Vale. Vale. Likely going to incur an attack of opportunity doing this, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to step back behind Kirsch. He gets an 18 to hit you with his attack of opportunity. That hits. He will deal you eight damage. Max deeps. And I'm going to I'm just gonna shoot him with my azimuth rifle. And then we've got soft cover on this attack, but I'm certainly not going to be doing an AoE with my buddies right up there. Get a 15 to hit. Ooh, that hits. Hey oh. Five points of fire damage. Good job. Ah. 
I dealt damage with a gun. That's yeah. more than like all three of Swanee's last telekinetic projectiles. That <laughs> That's a good point. God, that actually makes me feel really good. <laughs> I mean, that includes the miss, probably, but. Well, it's that guy's turn, and he is terrified of Mr. Bubble, so he actually moves up to Kirsch and will just try and claw you. At this point, he just wants to get away, but there's too many of you motherfuckers in his way. He gets a 19 to hit, uh, and will deal Kirsch 8 damage on the max deeps. Fuck. Varrican, your turn. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to, as a... F- actually, as part of my move action, I can put away a weapon, right? I would assume so. You can draw sure. one. I know for yeah, sure you can not? draw one. I'd assume okay. you could holster. I don't think you could holster and draw one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have uh, quick draw, so I can do it as a switch. Oh, well, then for sure so, you can. Put it. Yeah. You, so do what it, I you not do, only do it, you do it with like a little Wild West spinning shit. Oh, cool. Even though it's a fucking sniper rifle, so it's don't like care. I'm going to hold it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Windmilling it around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do that and pull out my tactical spear. Oh. And uh, I'm going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'm going to move to there. He would get an attack of opportunity against me. I um, think technically two. You got to tumble through that, buddy. Do I have to or can I just move? No, you have to. Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Swanee said you can do it. He just takes the attack of opportunity. You just take yeah, that. I'm just taking that attack of opportunity. You can just move through an enemy square. Yeah. And get attack of opportunity. Attack. Yeah. Because the other option is you do a tumble through, and if you fail, you still take an attack of opportunity. That seems fucked. Okay, fine. You can do it at full. You can do a tumble through at full speed at a negative ten. Guess what? You're gonna fail your tumble through. <laughs> he fails his attack of opportunity anyway, so it doesn't even matter. And then with my spear drawn, I'm just going to move up into the undeadish guy's face. He loves that. Yeah, so I picture I just fucking like like otter through, like fucking like weasel through. <laughs> just like yeah, fucking bring it on, man. Very good. That is my turn. All right. I picture you doing the like the serpentine scuttle up to him. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm like doing it. I'm like doing it on my back as I hold the spear like on my stomach and just fucking coming up to him. Hershk. Does he actually like that, David, or are you just messing with it? Oh, no, no, he hates it. Okay, good. I took a big chance. Curse uh, is going to guard and step back and then shoot this guy with his pistol. Whoa, that's another natural boy with my You crit. Two ones, here we come. Oh, no, a six and a five. Fifteen damage. Kursk kills something. Yeah, and buddy. And it arcs to Mr. Bubbles now. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bubbles, your turn. That's right. I actually killed something you were standing next to. <laughs> I just picture Mr. Bubbles standing there. And Mr. Bubbles is stunned for one round. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bubbles moves up to the last guy and takes a swing. Uh, 17 to hit. That will hit. 13 damage. Jace. All right. Well, it's his turn. He is still stunned for this round and the next, which is really not good. Really not good at all. Uh, he drops his tactical railgun and he pulls out his diamagnetic storm hammer. Does he have quick turn. draw? No. Then he won't be able to pull it out. He can only drop it. No, dropping. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so stupid. I should right. try to correct the new rules later, David. 
Bail. Uh, well, I'm going to take a moment and bask in the fact that he couldn't swing with that bitch and hammer because he staggered. Yeah, it's very good. And then I'm going to move into the room here, and I am going to shoot with my pistol because I'm feeling confident for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> a natural on the die. <laughs> wow, gun. This is going so well. You're not swanny, okay? Stop trying to kill things. I'm trying, man. American. I'm just going to take a guarded step. So to the north, uh, east a little bit, and then take a swing with my spear. This is the first time I've ever used a melee attack in this. Uh, 15. I'm afraid your your 15 would miss his KAC. That's dumb. Uh, well, if he can't take reactions, can I alter my move a little bit? Sure. Okay. Then I would move to here. Get behind him? Yeah, and get flanking with. Then you'd have flanking, and then you would hit, you cheater. Okay. Yeah, but I won't I won't change my attack roll. Uh, I mean, you hit I'll, now. Yeah, I know. I, I know it would, but I, I'm just going to alter the move just because I didn't know he could take reactions, so I'll just stay right there. It's part of, see, those kinds of things I feel like are part of the getting to know each other as a group. Now, Varrican knows that Vale can stagger people and they can't attack of opportunity him. So, you're building yeah. your tactics. Right. But, yeah, we don't have to change the, the ruling on the field. Alright, Kirsch, gear up then. Alright, Kirsch is going to move closer to Mr. Undead-ish guy. And we're going to drop a level one mind thrust on him. He gets a 14 on his will save and fails. That is a failure of my DC 17. Now let's see the mat ones. Eh, not too bad. 12 damage on 2d10. Not bad at all. I feel like when he- Swanee rolls well, everyone else rolls poorly. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. <laughs> also, when he starts calling out how badly he's going to roll, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, see, see that's how you're supposed to do it, Fancy. Yeah. I don't <laughs> call. <laughs> and strangely, this undead guy takes the damage. He is not mindless. That's why he's called. I was undead. going off of the yeah. undead-ish description, so I was just hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bubbles, you're up. Take a swing with the Dashko. Now I'm in flanking. 20 to hit. That'll hit. 16 damage. He is dead. I know it's like partially resisted. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Still dead. Well done. You have defeated them. That went easier than I expected. Yeah, that was actually probably the most tactically advanced that we've ever been. We're getting better, boys. So you have defeated the enemies in that room. What do you wish to do next? I said there's two closed doors to the north. There are, yeah. Before you head up there. That's true, they suppose they had loot on them. Well, I mean, I I suppose loot, but I'm really curious as to what this uh, guy with the railgun may have on him. I'm looking for identifying marks, maybe something that marks him off as FEO. Absolutely. And you find it. Damn FEO. Again. Have we seen an undead-ish guy before? Or is this our first one? This would have been similar to the corpse folk that you'd seen previously. Some of the other FEO operatives that you've come across have been corpse folk. Some of the ones that were undead, but not the mindless ones that we've seen. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you would find 
the diamagnetic storm hammer, the tactical railgun, and one sticky bomb grenade. I wonder, though, would Shifting Surge work on that weapon? Uh, it does deal bludgeoning and electric, so I think it would. Eh? Eh? A resounding silence from everybody. Are, are you going to take it or what? <laughs> <laughs> can't wield that thing. It weighs three times as, I, as much as I, I certainly can't wield it. How much damage does it do again? 1d8. So it's one of those half electric, half... Yes. Bludgeoning. All right. What next? I suppose we check out these doors. Doors. Hmm? Uh, can I have a perception check on the doors? Yeah. Check for traps or anything on these doors. Kirsch gets a 23. It does not appear to be trapped. Kirsch will kind of like, after checking it out, kind of just kind of bow and step to the side. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Kind of give like a hand gesture, like, go ahead and open it. Yeah, open up the door. Okay. Stealthily. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have the conversation about how you can't stealthily open a door again. <laughs> Apparently we are because he rolls a nat 20. Yeah. So we're not going to have that discussion. We're just going to assume. It's the quietest door. Did you break? You brought some DW, uh, WD-40 and just oil yeah. the hinges yeah. first? Oil it a bit. <laughs> I mean... Realistically, if you're a good thief, you might have something that would do that. <laughs> right. Uh, sure. You're able to look through the crack, and you see sitting on... There's a little bit of a pedestal here. Everything looks old, but there is an old-looking robot sitting up there, and you recognize it as the robot that you saw the children playing with in the video. Hey, Mr. Robot, we killed your kids. Let us by. Can I throw, like, like a magazine of my... Koi rifle into the room. Sure. Like, does he notice that at all? Yes. Yes, he does. Okay. What does he do? Slowly roll over and pick it up and say, Hello. Vale's gonna step through the door. Hello. Hello, Isaki. <laughs> Hello, Isaki. You get a little oil in the corner of your mouth there. Oh, thank you. Why are you here? We came here to investigate the intruders upon your space. They killed everyone. It's quite, quite, quite a bit worse than that, friend. The children. The children, okay? The children were not okay before we arrived, and you know that. Yes, I do. We did put them at rest, though. Fitting. I believe this was a tomb when it and I were created. Tell me, have you been here your whole life? For millennia, Isaki. What is your purpose? Kursk pokes his head through and the door goes, is, is, Was that four, a mille, four millennia or the number four for four millennia? <laughs> Shoot him! <laughs> and I need, I need to get it right in my report. In fact, Sharon, it is neither. I meant I have been here. For an amount of time that can only be measured in multiple 
millennia. It seems as though that you have no quarrel with us. We have dispatched of the FEO as well as put to rest some of the people you may have called friends. And now I will sit here with no friends for who knows how long. What is your name? They call me Old Otto as I am an auto defense robot. And what are you defending? At one time, I think I defended the people who were buried in this tomb. But I don't really remember. At this point, I just defend the children who play here. Uh, I'll poke my head in too. What happened to the, the children? There was, and is still, a cloud of blackness. I don't understand it. I could not stop it. This cloud of blackness, is it a metaphysical cloud, a very real black cloud? It seems real, but it could pass through everything. When did it come here? Two days ago. Are you able to detect nanomachines? Yes. Was it a cloud of nanomachines? No. It was living, but also not living. I have never encountered anything like it. And is it what turned your friends and the children into what they had become? Yes. Where is it now? It is down the passage to the west. There is a room in there that it seems to like to be in. And I'm going to open the door and kind of wave Mr. Bubbles in. This is Mr. Bubbles. I am called Vale. The Sheeran is Kirshk, and the unnaturally large otter is Verkin. Squeak. <laughs> a Vesk, a Sheeran, a Brenari, and an Isaki here on Castrovel. How unusual. I suppose it is unusual. To be perfectly honest here, old Otto, we came here to take care of that black cloud. It can be defeated? That's what we're here for. Or at least that's what we're here to find out. If I could be of assistance, I would certainly try to be. It would appear that you are perhaps immune, or have you just not encountered the cloud itself? They flew through me as water passes over the leaf of a tree. Old Otto, if we are to become your new friends, if you'd like that, would I be able to take a look at you in closer inspection, if that's okay with you? Yes. I am aware that the ancient technology within me might be fascinating to an archaeologist. Well, we certainly are archaeologists. Sure, that's, 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 you could describe an archaeologist as me. That works perfectly. Uh, and then can I run a computer check on him? Sure. What do you want to know? Uh, just like, you know, what he comes equipped with, if he has any logs of, like, the past two days or anything like that. Go ahead and make a computer check. Uh, 17. So you can run what diagnostics you can. It's very old technology and probably a little difficult to understand. 
Of course, all records stop once you hit the gap, but it does seem to have some kind of recollection that it was here to protect this tomb. As far as just the last two days are concerned, I mean, you can't determine anything specific. Can I do like a like a culture check on what, I guess, culture pretty much held this type of technology? Would it be Aslanti or? Probably the elves. Or yeah, with the elves. Yeah. You would oh, think okay. that this would be some kind of elven and possibly also Lashunta technology combined. How advanced would this look if it were, you know, millennia year old? Like in terms of like, you know, if you can kind of trace back the technology be like, oh, is this really advanced for that time period? It would have been extremely advanced for that time period. It okay. is equipped with weapons and defensive abilities that you have not encountered that appear as though they might still be effective. Okay. Uh, Captain E looks, old auto looks to be in pretty decent shape. All the diagnostics I could run come back clean and he's definitely equipped for defense. Soldado, would you want to come with us and help deal with this? I would like to avenge my friends. Otto, is there anything that ties you physically to this place? Nothing physically. But if a machine is capable of having a spiritual connection to a place, then I would have it to hear. It is certainly possible, old Otto. And I have deep remorse for your situation. I'm sorry that your friends were so violently taken over with this disease, this virus that we don't know enough about. We are with the stewards. I don't know if you know anything of that organization. I am not familiar with it. Long story short, we correct injustices where we find it to the best of our ability and we currently are investigating the source of what is doing this to the living beings of the universe, of the packed worlds. Small now, but it could get larger and could take over more places such as this and destroy more friendships. We need to address this. We need your help. I will offer my services. Old Otto, tell me, aside from this black cloud, what other beings may reside in these ruins? The only other living creature is the fungus that lives in the equipment room. It doesn't bother you if you stay away from it. That's why the people of this place kept their equipment there. If somebody came across it, they wouldn't know to stay away from the fungus. And so the equipment is protected. Otto, I have a favor to ask of you. Yes? Would you be willing to go into the equipment room and retrieve any useful items that we may use to combat this force, this unknown being? Make a diplomacy check, actually. Okay. That's the thing I'm really good at. Watch me roll a one. Nah, got a 31. Although you are yet strangers... The people of this orchard are now dead. There are more, of course, but you seem to want to help, and you are fighters. They are not. I will retrieve the equipment that they could not make use of, and perhaps you can. We very much appreciate that. Do you prefer old Otto 
as a name. At this point, it is the only name that I have known. Yeah, does he have like a name in like his like computer profile or something like that? A serial number or plate or something. It would just yeah. be um, automated defense robot one three seven one seven six five four A B one three seven. You know, on and on. Random. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to call him that instead. To be honest with you. So. Okay. Sure. So he is. So let let us find something random. He is automated defense robot. You better write this down, Ben. Here's a D twenty. <laughs> automated defense robot one five one zero nine one five. Please repeat that random set of numbers. <laughs> well, automated defense robot one five one zero nine one five. We're gonna aid you in taking this down. If you can aid us in getting the equipment, that'll only help speed things along. Yes, indeed. And I will drop the equipment into the... Can I I make a bluff check against the party once? Absolutely you can. Okay. You son of a bitch. That might not work anyways, but I just want to be like, yeah, he prefers to be called automated defense robot 1510915. Can anybody ask him? He's right there. <laughs> I see it in his diagnosis, Captain. I don't know what to tell you. If anybody wishes to make a perception check against Varrican, although I don't know why you'd have any reason to believe he was lying, but you could certainly make a perception check against him if you wished. Maybe sense motive. Um, so Mr. Bubbles with a 9 fails. Uh, Kirsch with the 31 would I succeed. Can, I can convince the captain. That's all that And Vail with a three would fail. <laughs> so Kirsch knows you're full of shit, which is a great dynamic. Because <laughs> Kirsch says nothing. <laughs> so there you go. There's the loot that he comes back with, that's including credits. Bad. Holy shit. Including credits. Holy shit. Ah, oh, Ted. Wow. Oh, Ted. Ammunition and stuff. Can I make a mysticism check on that unidentified item? Absolutely. We got twenty-eight. Oh yeah, you're able to identify that. It is a uh, Corona artillery laser with the holy fusion. Fuck, this is a haul, boys. I take the artillery laser in the dodge go. Because you already have a Corona laser, don't you? But this one's got the holy fusion. I don't have it. a Corona laser, no. No. I have a reaction cannon. Oh, we had a Corona something. Maybe not. Maybe I was just thinking of the Corona sphere that we were in. Oh, yeah. The Doshko yep. doesn't have Unwieldy on it. It doesn't. That's why I kept asking you if you had seen it yet. I remember I was I was looking at buying one, but my one issue with it, too, was uh, it's, a low, it's a smaller damage. Smaller damage time. But I'm fine. The D10 versus the D12. Oh, well. What is an E and F? It's electricity and fire. So is it half and half? It is. That's how yeah. it works. I'm back to being encumbered, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking artillery can't laser is three bulk. I mean, that dash goes pretty sweet, though. Dash goes fucking awesome and totally works with shifting surge. Oh, shit. Gotta get rid of it. So does the artillery laser. And <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in there that I could make use of, but there's some pretty good shit in there. I might actually have to get rid of my grenade launcher. Just make Bear can carry something. Bear can carry my grenade launcher. Uh, you got three bolts to spare? No, I don't. I, I have I two actually, bolts to spare. I actually, I, I am current. I currently have zero total bulk. What? I can't, I 
Yeah, I don't carry things. Load up the pouches, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if you have some some twine or something, you can strap it to my back, and I won't be unencumbered by it. We won't be in Can we just, David, can we just say we have all those rounds between all of us and that we don't need to keep track of them? Yeah, I suppose at this point you've got enough. That's okay. We won't sell them. We'll say that we just keep them on the ship and use them as needed. Well, does anyone need those uh, long arm rounds? Um, I don't don't use long arms. You, I would assume? I think you're the only one, Benzie. I think my my assault rifle. Do you just want to split them 50 50? Sure. I was just I saying think, that we I think don't he's have saying there are so them. many of them just stop worrying about keeping track of them. I say that we just have a stockpile of ammo on our ship now. That's fine by me. Yeah. I mean, realistically, it doesn't take that long to go through 100 rounds. True. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's we'll, we'll, we'll spend some credits every time we stop. Oh, I'm just going to take 50. I just don't want to keep track of the shit anymore. My inventory is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> rounds keeps track of all of the rounds for you, though. Yeah. I guess I'll just take 50 of the long arm. We'll split it half and half. I can't take 50 without being encumbered. I'm taking 50 and just saying I'm leaving shit on the ship. Wait, the long arm actually has a weight? All the ammo does. Well, how's everyone feeling now? Are we good to proceed into the room? I think old Otto has helped us as much as he possibly can. There is a hallway first. How long is the hallway? 75 feet. Just a long hallway. Well, that's good then, because at least I can stand back, and I have pretty good range, so I can stand back and at least shoot it until it gets to us, if we can see it. Shoot the swarm with your sniper rifle. Say, I'm trying to remember, did we do any kind of like knowledge check on like how swarms work or anything like that? Or is, can we make any kind yes, of check? Yes, you can. Them? You absolutely can. Because honestly, I don't remember exactly how swarms work in, two, or in Starfinder. Yeah, that's okay. Go for it. What kind of check do you want? Life science. Oh, hey, uh, it's a good roll. Yeah, you get a 20, but you rolled a 19. <laughs> First scrolls an 11 and gets a 21. Okay. <laughs> so swarms do a lot of things. They deal damage without really having to attack. You know that. Uh, as far as their defenses goes, they are completely immune to mind-affecting things and completely immune to anything that is just a single target. Yeah, that's our problem. So, I'm going to be basically useless in this fight. Well, Kirsch, I think it makes good sense for you to assist us in any way that you can while we're fighting this fight. Well, yes, I'm not going to just abandon you, but... Well, that's good to know. (laughs) I think we will be leaning more on you guys to do area damage. I can help some in that regard, but... We'll see how effective it is. Uh, Farrakhan will take off two grenades and hand them to Kursk. Kursk stares at them like, what the (laughs) fuck do I do with these? (laughs) So pull the pen, throw it. I don't think I even have proficiency in those. Well, if you're not trained in them, you still only have to hit an AC of five. Yeah, proficiency isn't that big of a deal, grenades. Right, most classes grant proficiency. All characters proficient with any natural weapons. If you use a weapon with you are not proficient, you take a minus four penalty to attack rolls with the weapon. The DC nice. for any saving throws against that weapon's special effects. Likewise, take a minus four. Oh shit! Wow. So any of the effects that a grenade would bestow, like the flashbang, etc., would yeah, have a minus the... four to DC. Wow. 
That puts like all of the onus on you on this one, Ted. It's uh-huh. like the first time when you fought one and the only AoE damage you had was Bubbles and his grenade launcher. Mm-hmm. Make sure that thing's packed. <laughs> oh boy. I even had an AoE second level spell that I took, but I ended up casting all my second level spells. I'll say I have a bunch of spells open, but nothing I have is AoE. Can I do a computer's check? Like, is there maybe like a self-destruct mechanism on old auto or anything like that? Like anything to make him blow up in any way. You monster. Yeah, no (laughs) shit. Absolute monster. I'm chaotic neutral, man. This is definitely, I feel like, up my alley. Yeah, go ahead and make a go ahead and make a computer's check. I do have this. I do have the stats for this creature. And should I just I'd like to make a sense right motive away. check to see what he's checking auto over for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see if I can make him blow up so we can kill the swarm with him. Do you say that out loud? Yeah. What do you think about that old auto? If it means protecting the people of this village who I was created to protect, then it seems like a good decision to make. Vail I would like to is. say that is a terrible idea. Come on, he's a patron. He's willing to die for his village. You can't blame him for that. Willing and needs to are two different things. Oh, so we're going to kill this swarm. Are you going to throw grenades at it? Vale's just going to put his hand to his head. and I'm not saying we have to do it, but if we need to do it. I have several slots to hold grenades of a non-lethal variety. I could perhaps fill them with more powerful explosives. More powerful explosives? Explosives Well, he's saying he he could hold non-lethal ones, but we could put lethal ones in there. Ah. And I have uh, four frag grenades, so... So we're having this discussion. It's like Curse Count said. We don't have to use them, but if we need to use them, it's going to be available to us. Well, from what we know of a creature of this type the long single file hallway that we're going to go down if we enter into the room as quickly as we possibly can and spread out to the best of our ability we may be able to mitigate some of the harm it would cause to us as we attempt to take it out I say we do that for as long as we can and Otto are you willing to stay behind with us in the in the hallway in case you feel that it's necessary to do as what Farrakhan says could need to be done. I will wait as long as I can, but if you are all dead or about to die, then I will act. Oh, that's ominous. Well then. Can we change his trigger? You want to reprogram him? Well, I'm saying not waiting until we're all dead or about to die just like when one of us dies or one of us goes down and he'll just blow up uh yeah if you'd like to suggest that to him you certainly can i think you'd want to make a diplomacy check on that i'm gonna bluff check but you're not bluffing (laughs) it would be better for you to kill this thing by not waiting until we're all dead that that sounds like the truth okay go ahead and go ahead go ahead and (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be diplomacy. Stop trying to rig it. A five. <laughs> I understand that you fleshlings do not wish to die. 
I will do my best to protect you. It's what the kids would have wanted. Yes. That's that's Bluff right there. I believe it was. Except for Jimmy. Jimmy was an asshole. <laughs> While I respect your willingness to sacrifice yourself, I would hate to see a machine as ancient as yours to be destroyed. Such is the way of things. Spoken like a true patriot, old Otto. But that's what he was programmed to do. Kirsch can absolutely respect that that's what he wants, might want to do, but <laughs> Kirsch would hate to see it happen. <laughs> I really like this idea, personally. It is actually a fantastic idea. Vale like is going to be like looking through. He's going to be pushing aside curtains that you can't see around him. And uh, after a couple of minutes of hearing the conversation around him, he just throws up, in his hand, throws up his hands and he says, uh, well, it's better than the other th- results that could occur here. And most of them, old auto attacks us on sight. I'd say it's probably time then. Mr. Bubbles, would you do us the honors of leading the march down this long hallway? Mr. Bubbles starts walking down the hallway. All right, you do see a long hallway in front of you, and at the end of it is a closed door, unlike most of the doors in here, which have been open. Do you want me to open up that door and run back? I'm going to have my assault rifle out to start. Oh, that's right. The assault rifle does fucking AOE damage, doesn't it? Yeah. Give that to American. You can't you use can't. it. I oh, tried so, to last Oh, time. is it a long armor or something like that? Or? Yeah. He's only proficient with snipers. Snipers. Got it. Would you like me to open the door? Auto, by all means. Yeah. Lead the way. Are ready action to shoot the swarm? <laughs> Wait, I can't because that's a full. A full action. Also, you would definitely shoot auto. Everybody go um, ahead and the initiatives. <laughs> So you may uh, essentially start this combat however you wish. Whoever you'd like to have open the door can do so. Sounds like Otto is our man. Robot. All right. He goes up to the door and he opens it. And immediately upon doing so, you hear this strange swooshing deep sound coming from inside. And after Otto opens the door, first to act is Varrican. Uh, Varrican's going to move into the hallway a little bit. He was literally 75 feet away from (laughs) the door. You guys go ahead. Just set old Otto off. I'll be fine back here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did what I did. What do you guys see up there? Anything? Anything? Oh, shit. Did I load up old Otto with grenades or is he still not? That's up to you if you did. Oh, I definitely did. Then you did. Okay, thank you. So he has four frag grenades stuffed inside of him. Four frag grenades, all right. And ready in action is a full round, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Then I will just draw out my railgun, and that's it. Okay. After Varrican, we move to Vale. Vale, from his current position into the uh, looking past old Otto, can't actually see the swarm right now, but most certainly can hear it. I'm going to tentatively step up and stand behind Mr. Bubbles and ready in action to cast Hazard on the swarm when it comes into sight. Okay. Next up, it is Mr. Bubbles. 
This is like the worst placement for. I know this room. This room is not what I thought it was. Yeah. I'd say just move in and throw a grenade. We don't even know where it is right now. Yeah, because of how the hallway goes into the room, the hallway kind of like goes into the room at the top right corner of the room. So, like, you open the door and all you can see is like the top left corner of the room across it. Across from yeah, since I don't see anything, Smith Rubbles doesn't see anything. He's still just like sitting there holding his rifle up. He's just gonna pass the robot to go inside. Okay. It is indeed old Otto's turn. And he will move into the room and he will take his arm and point it at the swarm. I have the biggest shit-eating grit on my face right now. (laughs) (laughs) And he fires a voltaic anchor pistol. And it goes right through it and does nothing. It is now the Drift Drift Leech Swarm's turn. It moves into Old Otto's square and attempts to attack him and realizes that it's a robot and it can't do anything to it. And if it had a brain or emotions, it would be very angry. Kirsch, your turn. Yeah, Kirsch is a long ways away, but Kirsch is going to move into the room, and uh, that's two actions, or two two movements, which is my entire turn, so. Okay. Done. Varrican, back to the top of the order. Your turn. Uh, I'll just ready an action to provide covering fire if I see the swarm. Okay. I'm a thousand percent useless in this fight, so. <laughs> I feel Fail. like we're all just like staring at each other, like back and forth. Like, uh, you going first? And yeah, you, you, just you waiting go. for a fucking explosion to happen. Uh, all right. Well, Vale is going to spend his move action to get into the room just beyond the door here, specifically keeping 10 feet of space between myself and Kirsch. Ah, there. And I will cast Hazard on the Drift Leech Swarm. How's that work? That's my damage cantrip. He's going to need to give me a reflex save. He gets a 24. That's a success. He takes no damage. So that's an AOE, huh? It is. Very very useful. Mr. Bubbles, it is your turn. Okay, I move into the room. First, I'm going to drop my assault rifle. Then I'm going to move into the room. And I'll toss a grenade in there. You're able to hit whatever square you want with an 18 on the die. What square are you aiming for? An old auto's in there, right? Yeah, he's he's in the swarm. How, thi- how thick is the swarm? Can I see old auto? Do I know he's in that swarm? You could just barely see him. God damn it, David. What's my alignment? <laughs> That's always a great thing to ask in combat. What's my alignment? <laughs> I mean, you're going to hit him with splash damage pretty much no matter what, so... Just don't aim for his square. <laughs> I toss an uh, incendiary grenade in there, so reflex save. Okay, 22. Like, you're not going to fail this save ever. You have a plus 10. You have to roll like a 2 to fail this. A 3. You have to roll a 3 to, say, to fail this. Okay, d6 damage. You take 1 damage. 1 damage. This is going to go well. Old Otto's turn. He sees that you are in the room now, and he knows that this thing doesn't like him because it can't eat him. And he is going to do a thing. Beep, beep, beep. 
<laughs> you want this to happen so badly, <laughs> don't <No>. you? <laughs> this is like a thousand percent right up Varrican's alley, though. <laughs> like just rigging this innocent little robot. Just be like, ah, he'll fucking get the job. <laughs> Old Otto points his arm at you, Vale, and he fires a shield projector at you. Oh, shit. And you are covered in a force field. Ooh. I don't know if you're trying to make me feel bad about the situation I placed them in or what. <laughs> you are encapsulated in a short tor- short-term force field. This force field lasts until the start of your next turn or until it has absorbed the listed amount of damage, whichever occurs first. This shield, it can absorb 1d4 points of damage. So it will absorb four points of damage on you should you take damage. Thank you, Odato. It is then the Drift Leech's swarm, and it's a good thing he did that, because what it does is it moves up and it covers you and Mr. Bubbles. Immediately, you will take damage. Gay swarm rules. Exactly. Wait, before that happens. Yep. I provide covering fire. You did ready that action. You did. What exactly does Covering Fire do again? Uh, So I roll against his AC, and if I hit, I deal no damage, but the selected ally gets a plus two circumstance bonus to AC against the next attack. Okay, cool. Swarms (laughs) deal damage automatically. AC doesn't matter. I was saying, since it's targeted, does it even... So I just fire off around. That's a good point. That might not even work. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, American. 2d6 damage. Eight. So Mr. Bubbles and Vale will each take eight damage. Vale, four of it is absorbed. And then from both of you, I need a fortitude save, please. Of course you do. My best save. Lies. It's my worst save. I get an eight. Mm. Okay. But I want a hero point. I'm going to hero point this. Yeah, Mr. Bubbles rolls a one. Yeah. This is a good call. Hero points to our space points, star points, whatever it is. Space point. Space point. So, uh, Mr. Bubbles, nothing further happens to you, but Vale, you take one additional damage, and also, you don't feel very well. Yeah, probably things that I won't find out until later. Damn it. Next, it is Kirschk. Uh, yeah. You said that he could barely see Old Otto before. Can I see? Can I see Vale? Yes. And do I see that he's... Like, looks like he got stung by something or something and isn't feeling well. Yeah, I'm certain you could. I am going to use a cantrip called Detect Affliction. You determine whether a creature or object has been poisoned, is diseased, is cursed, or is suffering a similar effect. If the target is poisoned or diseased, you automatically detect that fact and can determine the exact type of poison or disease with a successful DC 20 intelligence or wisdom check. If you're trained in life science or medicine, depending on the nature of the poison, you can attempt a DC 20 check of that skill if you fail your wisdom or intelligence check. It sounds like I start with an intelligence check. I do not get a 20. So can I use medicine or life science? Mysticism. Okay, I can go that route also. I get a 32. Ooh, 100% Veil is in the process of being cursed. Not fully Yay. cursed yet, but it's starting to happen. That's okay, it builds character. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so if it's a curse, it is actually mysticism and not. Yeah. I was thinking poison, so yeah. So I can determine the exact nature of the curse with a successful DC 25 mysticism check. Oh, you killed it. 
the exact nature of the curse? That's what it says. Okay. This is certainly what the Drift Leech Swarms do. They curse living creatures to become undead. Now, you've read through a lot of the information that, uh, or at least as much as you can, that you've taken from the uh, second Drift Leech Factory on the sun. After pouring over that information, seeing what just happened to Vale, Kirsch, you're able to put it all together and you can understand what you've read. Here are the specific rules regarding how these Drift Leech Swarms work. If they hit you, they have a chance of dealing life eater damage, which is what that fortitude save is for. If you take that damage from life eater three times, you become an undead. When you become an undead in this way, you have a 5% chance to maintain your cognition. Otherwise, you become a mindless undead. I'm torn. So they're creating, they're infecting as many people as possible to try to create these, like, cognitive undead to make an army? Jesus. I mean, that's extrapolating, but that, 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 that makes sense. So can I tell with that check how I might aid him in not having that happen to him? You believe that... Like you said, that, I mean, that life eater check, can I aid yeah. him in that check? Oh, uh, it's a fortitude save. I was just reading aid. I don't think you can aid in fortitude saves. Can you? I would be really surprised if you could. I was wondering more for like a mysticism check on him or something or a medicine check. Come on into the swarm and we'll (laughs) we'll see if it works. I mean, again, like since you rolled so well on that and it does say that and it's a spell and it does say that you understand everything about this and I think that fits because you've gathered enough information. You just hadn't necessarily had the time to go over it all. Now it's just all clicking in Kirsch's mind. I'll answer any question you have about it. So what is it you want to know? Well, like, you know, like medicine, you can aid someone in not getting diseased. I'm trying to look up medicine. This is, yeah, this is going to be different since this is a curse. You can't aid him in not getting a curse. And I don't have any kind of way to buff your fortitude save either, so... You believe that um, now to go back, because I still have the notes from it, and Kershka, I'm sure you can think back to this as well, and Vale. Vale, you got two of those counters on you in your first encounter with this, with the first swarm. That's right, I did. Yep. And so now is that his third one? Another one? It is. But it, oh, has, shit. it hasn't made an effect yet. You would think that probably, given time, the curse fades if it's never fully applied. Got it. I thought you were somehow telling me that I'm undead already. You're that not. you were about to become undead, yeah. No. Fuck. No, they fade given time if it doesn't fully set in. Nice. All right, it's really good to know. I guess for now, that's about all I needed to know about it. So I don't know what else I can do for him. Yeah, you would know enough to know that there's very little you could do for him. If he were to become an undead, it is permanent. Unless, you know, you were to look at some extremely high-level spells. Is Wish still a thing in Starfinder? I'm not sure. I mean, if it only goes up to six-level casting, I'd be fucking surprised. <laughs> Wish is going to have an undead captain. Uh, or a mindless captain. <laughs> mindless undead. In which case, we kill him. <laughs> is it say, any different case? from right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on a second, Barry. I thought we talked about this literally, like, maybe an hour or two ago. So we let him become undead, then it's not evil to kill him and we mine XP from him. Got it. Mass mutiny over here. 
Um, Krish will move a little bit farther so that it's a little bit harder for it to hit more than one person, but that will be his turn to cast the spell and then move. A lot learned there in a short period of time. Varrican, your turn. So we got Vale in there and Mr. Bubbles. Should I throw a frag grenade? Should I not throw a frag grenade? It's uh, a D6 of damage. Promise you know, you know it's going to make the save. <laughs> yeah, so it's D6 damage, but they take one and a half times, right? They do, as a swarm. Uh, I will move up and put away my railgun and take out a frag grenade, but I will not throw it quite yet. Okay. That's my turn. It is your turn, Vale. All right. The first thing Vale does, since he still has no idea what's going on with this little curse thing, he just feels a little weakened. He's going to use his move action to kind of swat the drift leeches away as he kind of dives his way through it. (laughs) Moves southeast into the southeastern corner of the room, and I'm going to cast my hazard spell at him again. He gets a 25 on his reflex save. No damage. Mr. Bubbles, it is your turn. I would like to leave this swarm. I go over to where my gun, where I drop my gun, my assault rifle. All right. But before I leave my square, I drop a frame. Okay. So reflex save. Ooh, 28. Cool. Oh, max. Nice. It is old Otto's turn. You are all clear. Now is my time. Yes. And he moves into the swarm. Goodbye. And he explodes. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, As he explodes, he deals 6d6 damage. And what are the frag grenades that you put in him? Uh, 1d6 damage. So four of those? Yep. Okay, so we're looking at 10d6. Who's rolling it? Uh, you can if you want. Yes! What's <laughs> the reflex save going to be on that? Fucking um, A, <laughs> so The reflex save for old Otto's destruct thing, 19. So, sure, we can make the grenades part of that. That's all part of the same thing. So, yeah, go ahead and roll the damage then, Varrican. 37. All right. Let me roll my reflex save, and I get... Oh! Yes! Yes! <laughs> that is a legitimate one. It was meant to be. It was old Otto's heroic moment. That's what I'm going to say. Old Otto gets a space point. Yeah, he gets a space point in death. <laughs> uh, so that's a critical failure from the Drift Leech Swarm. And because it is all AOE damage, that means it deals one and a half times. Wait, hold on. Does Deacon Crit fail saves? I mean, you can, but it doesn't make any difference, does it? So a natural one on a saving throw is always a failure. And that's all it says. And a natural 20 is always a success. 61 damage. And still just barely alive. Woo! All right. Give it up for Barricade. All right. Woo! Good Barricade. Old Otto did all the work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Woo! And Old Otto's dead. Hero point for me. (laughs) 
That was fantastic, Vince. You did get a hero point. Woo! All right. Yeah. Another round of applause. Way to go. Star point. Star point. Yeah. That was. Space point. Space point. Why can't we we... star point? (laughs) It's been maxed in space. space. Why wouldn't it be a space point? Because it's star finder. (laughs) Well, we're just going to fight about this for the rest of the campaign. Then in 2E, let's call them half points. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I almost puked from that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so old auto, very ancient robot, hails from ancient elven times, has been guarding these, what was once a holy temple for eons, has sacrificed himself to deal a tremendous amount of damage with the help of Varrigan to a fearsome foe in the Driftleach Swarm, whose turn it now is, the Driftleach Swarm simply goes after whoever's closest, and Bubbles and Kirsch are of equal closeness. So, uh, odds it's Kirsch, even it's Bubbles. I suppose they can, uh... That's an odd. Squeeze through a small space if there's a It can complete, actually, <laughs> it can completely pass through all solid things. Hold on. Oh, good. I want to just, like, the... And we kind of went past it already to a bit, but like the visual of old auto in this massive explosion, do the are, are the drift leeches like completely incorporeal? They are not well see it's it's a goofy thing. It's it's my own weird rules about how these things work. So they are like half corporeal, half incorporeal. But they are able to pass through solid objects. You have not been able to witness this other than what you saw happen at the endeavor but they actually pass through solid objects at about half speed. The Endeavor? Oh, shit! Fuck! Had you not put that together yet? No, I hadn't! (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a uh, colossal Driftleaf Swarm. (laughs) Oh, I'm suddenly scared. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Was I the only one who hadn't put that together until he said that? He said it the I am I am barely paying attention <laughs> and I even got under that. <laughs> Damn it. They all hadn't looked into the reality that he was actually in yet. No, no. It wasn't paying that much. Just all the other ones. Who are uh, you, the whiz? Come on, man. <laughs> uh so the Driftleet Swarm moves to uh, to Kirsch and will deal Kirsch damage. Kirsch, you are going to take seven points of damage, and please give me a fortitude save. Ooh, a four. <sighs> that is going to be a failure. You will take an additional two damage, and you feel weakened. After the swarm, it is Kirsch's turn. Uh, yeah, Kirsch moves a little bit south, and he already knows he's cursed, so he doesn't need to do detective affliction on himself. <laughs> He just moves a little south and stands there. Varrican, your turn. Huh, I don't have any grenades, so... Because <laughs> I lied when I said I had one earlier, because I realized that they're all put inside of old auto. Well, I've already done the most damage, so I'm just gonna... Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Technically, four of those grenades were his. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> I just do nothing. I sit there. Vale. Vale sees Kirsch dip out of the swarm and uses his first move action to get right up five feet away from the swarm and right. wave his wave his arms about weakly 
and cast cast hazard on it. Reflex save. It gets a 14, which is a failure. Woo! All right, I'm going to have it deal. It's going to be sonic damage that I'm going to drop on this guy. One sonic damage. Which would round to to one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nothing like dealing AoE damage to a swarm and not actually getting any boost from it. But he's waving his hands around trying to pull its attention from Kirsch over to himself. Kirsch moved there on purpose to get its attention also. He's the best one to heal himself. (laughs) Well, you didn't communicate that. I'm just trying to be the selfless captain. Why do you think I moved like 15 feet instead of 30? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And how are you the best suited to heal yourself? Because I'm a healer. I'm a heal tank it. Tyler, how high are you? Wait a second. The Drift Leeches took down the Endeavor? What's going on in this campaign? I don't know what to say to you, Ben. I don't even know what to say to you. I know what to say. Mr. Bubbles, it's your turn. We're having a good time, man. Yeah, yeah. Throw a grenade. Give me a reflex save. 24. Cool. You're never going to fail. Two damage. All right. That three rounds up to three. That take pick up my assault rifle. Well, it's the swarm's turn. And as I mentioned, it just goes after who's closest, and that would be Vale. Bring it. Vale, you are going to take six damage. And please give me a fortitude save. 18. Sorry, 19 with my plus one. You rolled an 18. You get a 19. You I fail. failed, don't I? God damn it. <laughs> Like a 19 fails in Starfinder, man, that's rough. On this one, Wolf. it does. Because Starfinders usually got lower DCs. <laughs> yes. You take Wolf. one additional damage, and Vale, you feel even worse. No, that's all right. I feel great. I put, put my thumb up out through the swarm. <laughs> through, through, the, through the swarm. I will, I will say it is significantly easier to see you now So because many of the leeches have been destroyed. There's barely holding together as a swarm at this point. Kirsch, it is your turn. Captain, you cannot take any more of those. You must retreat. Kirsch actually moves closer to it. Is there some sort of sort of threshold that I'm not aware of that I can take before I uh, die or something like that? I feel like you have some information that I'm not aware of. Correct, and you cannot take any more. Kirsch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moves up next to it, tells Captain to get the fuck out. So you actually do have information that I'm unaware of. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just recently put some things together. Just now? Like convenient timing? Very, very recently. <laughs> Varrican. I will aid Mr. Bubbles in throwing his next grenade. Okay. Okay. Are you like the guy that sits next to a sniper and is like holding the knock together? I think you yeah. need to go. Except there. I'm way less important. <laughs> For some reason, when I when I picture somebody aiding another in an attack, uh, you guys seen Happy Gilmore? Yes. Where yeah. the old the old coach is behind Adam Sandler's character and it's all in uh, the hips. It's all <laughs> in the hips. <laughs> Except the old man is a medium-sized otter, and Happy Gilmore is a giant fucking lizard. <laughs> that, 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 that jives, right? That yeah, jives. I, that I feel it. Yeah. Happy Sounds Gilmore is <laughs> Vale. 
So I'm going to move to the far south of the room, 20 feet away from it, leaving Kursk right up next to this thing, and then cast my hazard spell on it. It gets a 12 and fails. Nice. I'm going to deal a little... Let's go with fire damage this time. Okay. I'll hope for something other than a one. Negative three damage. So it's going to take four. Woohoo! Max deeps. <laughs> yeah. Cantrips don't scale in this game. Mr. Bubbles. Mr. Bubbles walks into the room, throws a grenade at it. It gets a 17. Makes it. I roll a five for the damage. So it would take two, which would round up to three. It dies. Woo! The last remaining drift leeches fade away into vapor. Alas, old Otto is no more, but his sacrifice will always be remembered for like a week or two, and then I guarantee they're going to forget about it. But what mysteries still lie within this temple? Why was the Drift Leech Swarm here? Find out next time as we continue... Midmax in Space! And until then, may you have many great space adventures of your own. It's your turn.